Welcome to the Mental Health Hour. It is good to have everybody here today. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome to our live viewers. Welcome, Demi Demi. Uh, welcome to the replay viewers. Um, and hello to Gemma. Gemma, how are hello. you today? Um, tired. Not too bad. Had my device turned on today after a long wait. But uh, yeah, all, all good. Can't complain. Good evening, Hattie. Good evening, Demi. Demi, it's good to see everybody trickling on in. Uh, if you're new to the show, welcome in. Um, it, this is the Mental Health Hour. Uh, live on Twitch, we do this every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, 11 p.m. UK, which is where Gemma is. My mm. name is Tim. I am... Uh, a recovering alcoholic. Uh, I am a career firefighter and uh, just trying to pass the word along about mental health. Uh, I went into a um, inpatient rehab program and learned a lot. And I love this stuff now. So we created this show. Uh, well, I kind of created this idea of a show in my head and uh, I very quickly realized that it wasn't going to be just a one-man show. So thankfully, Gemma was right there by my side and uh, was willing to come aboard. And we've been doing this show for 45 episodes now. Good yeah. afternoon, good evening, good morning. Hello, everybody. Gemma, 45 episodes and what do you think? I'm like, I can't believe it's been so, so many. Like we've done what, forty-one together. Yeah, I was number five, but it's been great, and I, I love how it's just been growing and growing, and even with the um, switch over of platform and stuff, it, if anything, it, it made it come stronger, not anything else. So, I love I it. Thank you for the bits and the and the subscription. Oh, Gemma, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, tonight we're going to continue on our body image. Uh, we're going to uh, be doing a couple of episodes about body image. Um, so there's a lot to talk about with body image, especially um, this hits more close with Gemma. Um, hey, Thomas is in the house. <laughs> <laughs> a rare appearance on the mental health hour from Thomas. Mm -hmm. um, so this hits more on Gemma's side of the mental health platform uh, and um, you know realm. I'm more of the substance abuse kind of guy. Like I definitely know a lot about drinking and substance abuse and all that and mm -hmm. um, uh, self-medicating and what have you and Gemma um, you uh, you certainly have had uh, your runabouts with the body image side of things right mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely I was diagnosed with body dysmorphia or um, well over 15 years ago 
don't mind him. <laughs> um, but yeah, even though it was diagnosed 15 years plus ago, I, it's something I've always had. Um, but I didn't know there was a name for it. I didn't know that it was quite co so common. And you, you just think you're going crazy. So it's kind of good to know that there's a condition to give you some kind of, I don't know, like, so you're not thinking you're going crazy, basically. Sure. But um, at the same time, whilst it's recognized, there's nothing they can really do about it. Um, just antidepressants and stuff, anti-anxiety. But I don't know. It A lot of the work for it comes from within. So no, no amount of medication can really help without the willingness to change yourself. That's true. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, with this mental health show that we've started and, and, um, and are doing, mm -hmm. we have gone down several different avenues. In body image, we decided very recently to start branching off into this sector um, because we do get a lot of questions. We love to do the... Um, live viewer Q&A uh, where mm -hmm. uh, our lovely live audience uh, sends us questions and we answer um, the best we can. And we'll be putting another one of those together here shortly. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but body image comes up a lot. So mm -hmm. let's quickly um, just kind of go back to our episode. What was that? 44? Or episode 43. 43, uh, what is, yeah, 43. What is body image? Um, so uh, we'll take a quick gander at that. Gemma, if you don't mind taking us through this. Yeah. Uh, sure. So it is that one. Okay, so body image definition. So body image, a subjective evaluation of your outward appearance contrasted with an objective evaluation from somebody else. Um, I think usually with that, we always think we are always more critical of ourselves than other people are of ourselves. Okay, so more than 50% of American women and 45% of American men are dissatisfied with their overall appearance and body image. And body image dissatisfaction leads to many appearance-enhancing behaviours, including weight loss, exercise, cosmetic use, cosmetic surgery, and hair restoration. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I, certainly with the cosmetic surgery, I was watching something on the TV literally last week, and it was about um, cosmetic surgery and the extents that people will go to yes. change themselves because they are so dissatisfied with their appearance um, even like your athletes and stuff that will go to the great lengths of taking steroids to build themselves up because they don't like when we were discussing about people thinking that they are too fat and wanting to lose weight there are people that will think they're too small and take steroids and this I think certainly we are our own worst critics when it comes to our appearance. Yes, absolutely. Indeed. Mm -hmm. um, 
So quick run through there uh, of what we talked about, episode 43, just kind of an introductory what is body image uh, type of uh, deal. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start down one of the many rabbit holes and uh, tonight is body dysmorphic disorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gemma, you obviously have uh, told us that you've, or, you know, we've talked about it several times on the show mm-hmm. prior, in prior episodes. Uh, would you like to give a little background um, to start us off tonight? Uh, and then we'll get into some slides and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to move the camera back now that he's... I wouldn't care. He ducked to try and get under it and then popped up right behind me. Um, Yeah, so my history, like, I really remember having trouble with my, like, self-confidence around my appearance when I was around maybe about 11, 12 years old. Um, That was more... It became more apparent when I went into secondary school because, like, over here with those primary school and then secondary school, middle school was cut out literally the year before I was supposed to go. So we went to secondary school at the age of, like, 11, 12. And it was then that I really started to compare myself with other people. I was very, very thin and very skinny loads of people would criticize that saying that I would blow away in the wind that they could snap me just kids can be cruel and I think that's when it really started to get to me more and more and more and I think no matter what anybody said to me I was giving myself even more grief and more heartache internally and it got to the stage where I was so bad with it, like certain things that I would say I was dissatisfied with. For example, like if I found, I would I would go around like my body and just to give you an example, like nipping things like this. And if I could do that with my skin, I would think that that was fat. And I'd be like, that's too, that's too fat. That, I can't have that. And it became an obsession where I would, like, I got that unwell with it. I tried to cut it off. Um, so I did end up hospitalised for it. It was a voluntary hospitalisation. I wasn't sectioned or anything because I didn't know it was a problem. I was later diagnosed with body dysmorphia and clinical depression. Yes. And given some different anti um, anti-anxiety and antidepressants um, one of them what well, I had some very bad side effects too and I think the one that helped me the most however it had the most sedative effects was Prozac and for the sake of me walking around like a zombie I came off them I came off those without speaking to a doctor and it made me very poorly I would not recommend doing that if anybody's on them 
never just stop taking them. Um, but now I've got to the stage where I know that when I look at myself in the mirror, for example, and I'm not happy with what I see, I know and I've accepted that some of that is not necessarily factual and that maybe other people see me differently. And if it gets to the point where I'm really starting to get hung up with it, I will ask somebody else whose opinion I value. Um, so what age was I? I was like, it was about 11, 12 when I was really starting to ramp things up with this. I was hospitalized for the first time at age 16. And I was hospitalized again at the age of 23. Uh, the age of 23 was the longest stay. I was in for seven weeks, I think. Yeah. Uh, but that wasn't just for the body dysmorphia. That was for a lot of other things, self-harming and everything else, because it really got badly. And I would always say that if... If you think you've got it yourself or if you know somebody that might have it, try and convince them to go and get some medical help. Absolutely. The yeah. longer you leave it, the worse it gets. There is um, there's several different um, options for, for help and reaching out. Um, all of which are in our Discord already, and we'll reactivate those or we'll repost them mm -hmm. after this episode to uh, continue to uh, mm -hmm. show everybody out there that, you know, this is something that is very serious, uh, and mm -hmm. we want you to reach out for help. Uh, Betty, Betty's in the house. Uh, Elena Lyons from uh, episode 22. Everybody in the comments there. Self-reliance. Uh, good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we are talking body dysmorphia tonight. Body dysmorphic disorder. Uh, and body image is part of the body image series. Um, a lot of things going on these days. Um you know, from I'm I'm just thinking from when I was growing up, going through school and everything. Certainly, we were always worried about our appearance, our how we were putting ourselves out there, um, our classmates, our you know, we we wanted to look cool, all that good stuff. But now, uh, it's just constant with social media and everything. Mm. Uh, I wanted to just kind of throw that in there first before we get into some slides and stuff. Let's talk social media. Mm. Um, how do we, how do we combat uh, social media and, and everybody's body image and, you know, everybody has their own opinions as they should, you know, mm. however, uh, not always as nice or as um, 
What's the word I'm looking for here, Gemma? Like, just I think uh, trolling, trolling. Yeah, that's the word that I was trying to find. Um, mm. With with social media and um, live streaming, like we're doing right now, and everything, trolling comes into play, mm. uh, especially with image, not just body image, but you know, self image, everything that you're putting out there. Um, so what, what, what can we say about uh, social media today? Gemma? Oh, um, I certainly think it puts a huge amount of pressure on people. Like I remember when I was growing up, it wasn't a huge deal then. Um, but now with everything, all the different platforms that are out there, it puts a huge amount of pressure and false, like, misrepresentation of what is the norm for, like, people, like, children, teenagers growing up. And it's hardly surprising that they say the numbers of cases are going up in relation to, like, uh, mental health conditions in regards to image because the media and social media put on such a huge amount of pressure and like if you go look in such as magazines and on tv and social media and stuff they're not going to post stuff that they like if someone's having a bad day or like they are coming around to it a little bit now, but what they post in like magazines and things of what they think is acceptable and normal for like people to look like is so far from reality. And the chances are that those images are airbrushed to hell anyway. Yeah. You know, there's no way if you saw the image in the magazine compared to what they would have looked like behind the lens no and the but, funny thing is is that we know this everybody knows this you know we know that they're airbrushed we know they're photoshopped touched up mm -hmm. all this stuff. um what's the problem here yeah mm -hmm. i don't understand uh sometimes i need help understanding why people get so frustrated over these things when you know that they are being doctored up and such. Yeah. You know? well, it's as well, like, one of the um, popular platforms that became very popular throughout the pandemic, um, without naming names, where you can do very short video clips, has become a great source for advertising and stuff as well. And they are very clearly aiming their target to be teenagers, impressionable minds. And by doing that, they are trying to sell products to those teenagers, particularly girls, that like makeup and all about wearing makeup, covering it up, and making yourself look better constantly encouraging it and then I was just literally scrolling through Instagram a couple of hours ago 
and the number of adverts for apps that you can get that make you look better. There are hundreds, if not thousands of them that will instantly airbrush your selfies and airbrush your videos. Mm -hmm. And it's like constantly telling people, you know, you're not good enough as you are. You're not good enough to just take a photo without this filter. You're not good enough without all this makeup. You need this. You need that. Have this. Have that. Try this. Try that. And it's constant pressure on pressure on pressure. And chances are the people that they're targeting are impressionable, like children, teenagers. Certainly. Who are trying to find their way in the world, trying to fit into the society and having all of this crammed down them. No wonder their heads are screwed up because they're constantly being told wherever they look that no matter what they do, that it's not good enough anyway. You need something else. You need something else. There's constantly new products to try, constantly new makeup. Like there's one makeup, product that I got that I found on social media to try and it says that it covers up all of the like the redness in your skin and on your scars and I thought I'm going to try this see what it really is like mm -hmm. and again it doesn't it's not it's not as it makes out and even that's airbrushed and it's it's so upsetting to see like but then just scrolling through social media as well. Since when did people think it was okay to attack people behind a screen? Like, I was on this platform. I'm not going to name it because I'm saying I'm being quite critical of it. So I don't want to do that. I'm sure you know which one I mean. But people will go on, set a fake account up, and criticize people based purely on that. 15, 30 second video. Usually 90% of the time it's about their appearance. And when did that become acceptable? To hide behind a screen, behind a fake profile. It's never been acceptable. Mm. The thing of it is, is that um, it's, why do you keep sliding off? Camera? I'm trying to get like, I can't. I can't work my camera out. I'm getting my left and right mixed up. I'm trying to work it out. There we go. <laughs> but uh, I've still not done it. it it's never been acceptable. Mm -hmm. But people are, they call them keyboard warriors. Uh, because yeah. you don't have to be face-to-face. -face. It's so much easier, isn't it? They do to, make it so much easier. To talk to somebody condescendingly or whatever, or say whatever dumb shit you got to say. Uh, through mm -hmm. a keyboard and you don't have to be face to face. You don't have to worry about being popped in the, in the face after that. You mm -hmm. know, I could say something condescending to you uh, and not be punched in the face after that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so easy. And that's, that's where social media, uh, right. Demi pay no mind, you know, snuff that fire out They're They're just, and uh, like Elena was saying, or Betty, uh, social media and advertising really have made body dysmorphia and eat, uh, eating disorder rates soar because mm. the constant uh, 
uh, flushing of uh, showing us all these images uh, that are clearly photoshopped, airbrushed, doctored, all of that good stuff. I guarantee you could go online and find a product or service that would improve in their eyes any single part of your body. Like, there's makeup for everything. There's services and treatment for everything, from tooth whitening to tooth aligning to makeup to hair, literally everything. And it's constantly cramming it down you in the form of advertisements and then giving it to these influencers who people really do look up to, especially the younger generation, giving it to these influencers, yeah. saying, look, flush this product, give it out, like show how wonderful it is. Indeed. And the thing is, as an influencer, they're not actually allowed to say, oh, actually, it's a load of crap. It's no good. And the chances are they haven't used it before and probably would never have used it unless they were given it but because they've been given it and it's a freebie and they're an influencer and these days it's all about growing on social media mm -hmm. that they will say anything absolutely anything yeah. I could literally bottle up some brown paint or something and say this is the next best makeup I could put whatever in this bottle and say this is the next best makeup give it to these top influencers and tell them that they had to promote it, and they would. Because growing on social media and it, like image and stuff is everything. Yes. And that is literally forcing more and more um, like problems and body image related problems on the younger generation because of it. It is. It is. So let's take a look at. Uh... Some of these slides, um, mm -hmm. you know, do we have body dysmorphia? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? How do we know? And uh, Gemma, you mm -hmm. actually do have the diagnosis, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do I have BDD, body dysmorphic disorder? Go ahead, Gemma. Yeah, so this is just four signs of body dysmorphic disorder. And again, this is not uh, this is not to diagnose. It's just as an advisory. If you think that any of these would match, go to a doctor and get an official diagnosis. So number one, preoccupa uh, preoccupation with one or more aspects of your physical appearance, believing that these body areas look ugly, abnormal or disfigured. Number two, being convinced that you look ugly or abnormal, even though other people don't see the, you this way. Number three, repetitive compulsive behaviours that are intended to fix, hide, inspect or obtain reassurance about the disliked body parts. And number four, preoccupation and behaviours creating significant emotional distress and or get in the way of day-to-day -day functioning. So I think to get a diagnosis of body dysmorphic disorder, you would need like most of those to be fair. Yeah, I can yeah. definitely yeah. say that I have all of them. Exactly, and here's some more 
yeah. looking at some of the other um, symptoms. Yeah, so these are the body dysmorphic disorder common symptoms. So preoccupation with physical appearance, with extreme self-consciousness, up to three to eight hours or more a day. Obsessively touching, picking, measuring or staring at the perceived def defect or flaw. Excessively reading or researching perceived defect. Sorry, it's gone off the screen. There we go. Neglecting more important aspects of life. Fixation or avoidance of mirrors and reflections. Going to great lengths to control, uh, to conceal perceived defect. Low self-esteem and feelings of shame and guilt. Anxiety or anxious feelings. Concentration problems. Poor body image. Excessive grooming. Comparing appearance with that of others. And symptoms and severity vary from one person to another. Yes. And then BDD may cause frequent dermatological, dermatological or cosmetic procedures, avoidance of social situations, isolation, depression, self-harm or suicidal thoughts. Radiation. Sorry, it was off the screen. I've zoomed in and I didn't see that one. Oh, my gosh. I can't read these. Derma. Yeah. Me either. Those words. <laughs> I, I can't read them, and I don't want to butcher them, but there are other diagnoses. Dermatillomania. Um, yeah. Trichotillomania. Yeah, those. <laughs> uh, work absence or job losses and an eating disorder in some people. So, again, like, I can relate to an awful lot of those. Um, the common ones, as I say, I did actually go to um, a group counselling for a little bit for body dysmorphic disorder. And I did see that most of the people that were there had nearly all of the top part. Um, it's like with any condition, there's the bit, there's like the list of um, things that are common within that thing and then like the extras and because my BDD was heavily around weight and things like that I had the eating disorder to go with it and no matter how little I weighed I always believed that I was still too fat because like I think anybody in the world if you just get any part of your body you're bound to get a little bit where you can nip yeah. and for as long as I could do that I was fat yeah. and I would not believe it a shame you didn't find those pictures uh, Gemma was showing me some pictures uh, just the other day of, I have some of some past uh Mm. Past pictures uh, from from years past, and uh, yes, uh, what a. I've what got some I can put up now, but like, what a transformation um, you have made. However, in these times, though, it's constant body image uh, 
body shaming, everything that comes with that, it, it it's just bullying. Wow. I found some. Do you want me to just hold them up to the camera? Sure, if you'd like to. Yeah. So, like, this was one of them. You'll tell how old it is with the phone that I'm holding. Is that one? I don't think you believed that was me, did you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went from being very, very thin to putting a lot of weight on because of medication and then losing it all over again. Um, but there's signs that you just never mm, lose that image. Like, this is one I, when I was very poorly. I just got out of the hospital. Whoops. Yep. There we go. So I just got out of the hospital. And they were baggy clothes, uh, just trying to hide. But I was, like, quite skeletal, very, very thin. But um, I've come a long way with it. I have I um, recognized what was going on eventually before it was too late because they did say to me that unless I start eating properly, they will tube feed me. And this is the age that I was when it started. So this was when I just started high school. And that's literally as it started. So, um, you know, it's uh, definitely something that, looking back, I'm like, I don't know, I kind of feel bad for the life that I had. Sure. And I don't know. I wish I'd have realized it before it got too serious but then I'm just glad that I did recognize it I'm just going to shut the chat the baby monitor thing up because I'm almost certain you can hear that <laughs> oh yeah that's okay so with the body dysmorphic disorder we we have all these um, problems that stem off the social anxiety, the eating disorders that come along with it, the anxiety, the depression, mm -hmm. the obsessive, you know, obsessive or uh, what is the uh, word? Obsessing over your image in the mirror constantly. Mm -hmm. um, and also, you know, as I said uh, on a stream in... Uh, one of our previous episodes, it goes the other way as well. <clears throat> um, some like bodybuilders uh, will look at themselves in the mirror and not see the muscular gain that they've made. Um, they'll still see that puny, uh, weak mm -hmm. little man, uh, for lack of better terminology there yeah. um, but they're, they're trying to grow their muscles and uh, get the uh, world's strongest man you know 
Mm-hmm. Thing going, and uh, that they don't see any progress. So it does go the other way as well. But yeah. look, at, look at everything that stems off of this, um, and how it affects. I mean, if we take body dysmorphic disorder out of the center there, and we put alcoholism in there, mm-hmm. I mean, we're looking. We can, uh, all of these mental health issues affect our depression, affect our anxiety. I I can't say eating disorders. That's Mm -hmm. pretty typical to uh, body dysmorphia. But social anxiety and obsessing, your your constant uh, racing thoughts uh, and cognitive distortions, as we talked about last week, uh, mm-hmm. just going through your head over and over again just something to think about there um, I liked this slide for that reason uh, we'll mm-hmm. take a quick look at the numbers um, Debo, if you wouldn't mind yeah so this is body dysmorphic disorder by the numbers BDD occurs in approximately 1% of the adult population, 2 to 3 2.3 to 13% of students. 1%. Do you believe that? 1% um, of the adult um, population. 13% of psychiatric inpatients. 14 to 42% of outpatients with atypical major depression. Mm. 11 to 12% of outpatients with social phobia, 39% of inpatients with anorexia nervosa, mm-hmm. and 6 to 20% of patients seeking cosmetic surgery. Yeah. So, looking at this, obviously, cosmetic surgery is mm-hmm. going to be something that you're plastic surgery you want to mm-hmm. change your body uh, yeah but, but looking at the other things uh you're getting a lot of already uh, have mental health issues you know going forth mm-hmm. uh, and i threw this one in here <clears throat> we went over this slide in the body image episode but i wanted to re-go over it um uh, if you don't mind please Gemma. yeah Okay, so this is National Eating Disorder Statistics. So 30 million will suffer from an eating disorder in their lifetime. So women's side, 50% of unhealthy behaviours control their weight. 70% of the number of 18 to 30-year-olds who don't like their bodies and then unfair to compare. So the average woman is five foot four and one hundred and sixty-five pounds. The average model is five foot eleven and one hundred and twenty pounds. And then for men, thirty-seven percent of men who binge eat experience depression. Mm-hmm. And then this is the GI Joe versus the average man. So the chest, 
44 inch versus 39 inch. Waist, 29 inch versus 40 inch. And bicep, 16 inch versus 13 inch. And 43% of men are dissatisfied with their body. I do wonder though with the men thing, if uh -huh. some of it is like they don't want to ask, like they don't want to admit it. What do you mean? Like, I know I had a friend that for a long time wouldn't admit that they had some kind of the body hang-ups and things, and they were for a long time hiding it, and it turned out that they had an eating disorder and was very, very deeply unhappy with the way they looked but wasn't prepared to admit it to anyone if they asked. So they would keep it inside because they, they thought it was a sign of weakness. And being married with kids, they thought they, you know, that they had to be the provider. They had to be the strong one. They couldn't have things wrong with them. They couldn't have mental health problems. And it was that, um, it was that belief that, they couldn't show any sign of weakness that made them think they couldn't seek out any help and couldn't have anything wrong with them. So they hid it until the, the point where it, they could no more hide it and it was make or break, really. Yeah. And doctors sometimes make it worse by using desired weight once Baseball. Oh, the BMI. I hate yeah. BMI because, no. Nah. <laughs> Understandably, <clears throat> I get a physical every year uh, for the fire department. And uh, I don't know when the last time they updated those charts that they <laughs> used. But according, according to their chart, for my height, age, and whatever, I should be 175 pounds. I am 250 pounds in six foot three. Mm. Uh, I haven't been 175 pounds since middle school. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like mm. it, the 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 charts are. I I don't know. I I call it my annual. It's time to go get called fat by the doctor uh, visit. Uh, mm -hmm. anyway, um, I wanted to bring it back into, uh, the social media mm -hmm. aspect. I just worked out mine because I know that according to the doctor's BMI as well, that I'm also deemed as overweight. Oh yeah. Everybody, like, everybody is. I worked out on here that I am currently 141 pounds. Apparently, I've just done the quick conversion, and my doctor would like me to be 135. So I'm not massively, but I'm like, really, <laughs> like, and I'm five foot nine. So yeah, it's. I I say to him a lot. I'm not overweight. I'm under height. <laughs> and what is uh, Dimmy's saying? I'm nine stone. What is a stone again, Gemma? Fourteen pounds. Fourteen pounds a stone. Mm-hmm. So. Um, interesting. 
yeah, BMI uh, is very inaccurate. Uh, I've never, I have never done well on that, uh, that that test or whatever they. Just wait. So, uh, moving forward, uh, bringing it back to the social media aspect, um, well, or you know, more technologically advanced these days, um, kids are gonna run into all these all these types of things at school mm-hmm. and everybody needs to have facebook snapchat a instagram a whatever mm-hmm. um, a tiktok and all of that um so are we seeing um are we seeing a a wave of any kind of um, what was that? Uh, Thomas nagging oh. in my ear again. I'm just like, go. <laughs> Are we seeing a wave of any kind of um, depression come over America, the UK, mm-hmm. um, you know, the globe? We should include everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. as um, we hope this show does reach out to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, for our purposes here, uh, you're in the UK, I'm in America. Are we seeing a wave of depression because of all the, these apps? Uh, oh, I'm sure. You know, Snapchat and Instagram are very picture-based and TikTok or whatever mm-hmm. uh, are are kids um, getting the wrong message, I guess? Do you think? Oh, yeah. I, I think so, yeah, definitely. And I think that until they be more, like, open-minded about what they put online and about what they are trying to perceive as the norm, I think that it's only going to escalate and get worse and worse and worse where the numbers are going to keep going and spiraling out of control for what like for like mental health related um like with eating disorders body image disorders it's just going to keep getting worse the more they keep pumping it out there through social media and everything the more it's going to impact on impressionable minds that are still being I guess sculpted into what they believe and while ever it's out there for all to see on online on social media then you know it's only going to get worse yeah yeah I have a hard time uh, letting our kids watch any of these shows that uh just all they do is talk about all the negative stuff. I mean, I walk through the room and it's just a lot of negativity. And it seems to me like, can't we be putting uh, stuff on television that is a little bit more positive in that aspect? 
Um, mm. I don't watch that stuff, but uh, you know, the wife and the kids, they all love all the streaming stuff and what have you. If it's mm. not cartoons, but um, like the Kardashians and stuff. like I can't cope with that. I know. It's just... I hate that. It's it's terrible. Mm -hmm. And it's constant, like, in-your-face stuff. It's absolutely everywhere. And even in... Like, Thomas was watching something a few weeks ago, and I had to go in and I'm like, what on earth are you watching? And it was just a cartoon that was aimed at kids. But even that was like... Is this for real? Yeah. The reality television uh, era that has come, that has washed over us since mm. the, the dawn of what Survivor was that the first uh, reality show? Um, now everybody just all all we want is this reality television, and we get these shows about mm. people that I could give. A rat's ass about. Yeah. To be perfectly honest. I I don't know these people. I don't care about them. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I I care about everybody, but like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like I don't I don't need to know what's going on in their life. Mm -hmm. uh, however, tell me exactly how we got to this point where we're just watching other people put makeup on and like what happened do you have big brother over there uh yes oh my uh, like that it's making putting people out there for entertainment i think it's just a cheap form of entertainment that people seem to crave big brother um... way of making money and making people and I use this word very loosely, making people famous for absolutely no reason. Like, how the hell did the Kardashians get famous? What are they famous for? Like, <laughs> yeah, they drive me nuts. Every time I hear that name, I'm like, nope, off. <laughs> yeah. I can't do it. And it's just, it's just a cheap form of TV or whatever. And these are the things that are... are on television these are the things mm -hmm. that are in the media these are the things that are on social media um so you can't get away from it it's unfortunate but as somebody uh with this body dysmorphia um Gemma, mm -hmm. is there something that you can tell us uh as far as um working towards getting better um that's what uh, we want to, you know, do on this show is share the experience, strength, and hope, and mm -hmm. uh, work towards some solutions. Um, what can you bring to the table for, uh, or what have you done in your lifestyle for for this? I can share like what I have done, and I think is useful. So again, journaling, always. Journaling. In my again, journal, there it is. I have a section which like I put the gratitude things in but I try and at least once a week pick something that I think is good about me be it physical be it something that I've done just something positive about me 
regarding the mirrors when i was that bad i had to limit mirror usage and i had to make sure there were not any like make it in just one room for example so that i was only allowed to go and do that when i was doing something like brushing my teeth sure otherwise you can get yourself hung up on it like even like in a reflection in something like i've got a screen here now and i can see a reflection of it of myself and before that i would be like looking and i'm like oh god like totally get stressing out about it yeah another thing which i think is huge be very careful on social media if you find it's triggering take time off nobody but nobody is going to post their entire life on there that is bad usually i'm known for having a good old rant now and again on social media who doesn't but you know um nobody's gonna post like all the bad stuff usually they will post that they've been out and had a lovely meal and you get pictures of all this food on social media that's a good one um they've been on holiday stuff like that and if you're seeing that from various different people that can be quite triggering because then you're thinking to yourself well i've not been anywhere this week and i've made a complete disaster of whatever and like it, i've had to have a break from social media myself Right. Because that can be so triggering and so damaging. So allow yourself, if you want to go on social media, fine, but allow yourself a lot of times. Don't get hung up on it. And if you're finding it triggering, come off. Exactly. And then another thing that helped me, go and speak to people that you trust, whose opinions that you value, and if it really is, like, something you're struggling with, ask them, like, what do you think about, or, like, just ask them for an opinion of a particular thing or of you, or talk to them as well. Be open and honest about how you're feeling. And don't get too hung up about it. Don't be going and looking into all the magazines and the modeling stuff and that because it's so far from real. It is just not not realistic. But the yeah. biggest thing, like, and if you haven't been, go to a doctor, get yeah. a proper diagnosis, get some help that way. Proper medical attention, mm -hmm. proper uh, psychiatric mm -hmm. attention. Because definitely, I can promise you this, that if you don't and you leave it, it will only continue to get worse. There's absolutely nothing wrong with reaching out for help. Mm -hmm. And that's what this show is all about. Um, yeah. I want everybody to know that the stigma needs to be erased. Mm -hmm. um, the stigma for reaching out mm -hmm. for help. Is, is gone are the days that, mm -hmm. uh, that and if you don't think you can go to a professional straight away confide in someone else maybe someone could go with you and if you don't feel like you can tell it to a doctor write it down and give it to the doctor if you have to do you know what i mean like it doesn't no one's saying you have to go and sit in front of a doctor and just come out with it if you can't say it write it
it doesn't matter as long as you're getting the help in one way or another take somebody with you speak to someone like if if this is like hitting at home for anyone and you want to then by all means message me if you have to like anything anything i can do to help and that's what we always say we want you to reach out if you need to 100 mm percent -hmm. gone are the days where it's uh cool to be the i can handle this on my own guy so please mm -hmm. reach out talk to us we're here we love to talk right Gemma? Absolutely, yeah. Right, Hattie? Um, a problem shared is a problem halved. Yes, indeed. And uh, there's just, I mean, there's so many outlets uh, of people. There's there's so many outlets. There's so many um, ways you can go. Uh, you got Zoom. You've got support groups. You've got um, therapy. Uh, mm -hmm. there, there's all kinds of things that we can help you get into, or mm -hmm. uh, you can reach out yourself and, and find your own way. Um, I myself needed help because when you come to that term and when you need help and you, and you really feel it inside of you, you're like, I can't do this by myself anymore i need help you throw out a fishing line somebody reels you in uh mm -hmm. they'll help you there's mm -hmm. people out there that will help you and uh we're all here uh, i know um gemma is starting a mailing list now yeah 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 uh, did you want to talk a little bit about that yeah, um, so in the Discord, there's a link for it. Um, if you give your email address, obviously we don't share it. It's just for the benefit of the Mental Health Hour, sending you stuff. And at the moment, it's just going to be once a month. We will send you positive things into your inbox, things that are happening, like some useful help, tips, advice, resources. Um, I've got for the first one a printable journal page, which is really good. And then just sharing what like the community is doing that we're in, like if there's anything, if there's anyone that you've seen that's done something particularly good i might set up a channel for it so you can nominate people or things to go in there and if you want to share your story but don't necessarily want to come on a live and do it then we can share it in there and that can be completely anonymous also we can yeah. share it for you but change your name um mm -hmm. it's just just different ways of sharing people's experience strength and hope but in your inbox so you can sit and read it over a drink or whatever just have a cup of tea read email and positivity into your inbox and yeah i remembered to bring mine <laughs> <laughs> oops don't throw it my other one's downstairs our bunnies bunnies are a plenty Easter is upon us. And here's the little Penelope bunny. 
Easter is upon us. Bunnies, bunnies, bunnies. www.mybunnyvalentine.com. Use the promo code FIREDUDE15 for 15% off purchases. Please go support our good friend, Ella, the bunny mom. Mm-hmm. She is um, always on Twitch at night. Um, here's Hattie has a, a comment as well there um, with more information. Um, you can find her on Twitch at Ella, the bunny mom. And she is always out there supporting the bunny rescues, trying mm-hmm. to make it uh, the difference there. So we love our Ella. We want to help her out as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, go to mybunnyvalentine.com and use the promo code FIREDUDE15. Save 15% off your purchases. Easter is coming. Why not get a couple of bunnies? There's all kinds of great stuff on our website. Um, and then, of course, we have Catalyst tonight with Jim in Chicagoland, uh, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, 8 p.m. Pacific. And uh, we do love Jim. Jim was on the show a while ago. And uh, we love talking with him. I uh, hope to have him on the show again sometime, maybe. Yeah. Maybe do that, Gemma. Well, maybe it could fit in with when uh, we do the chemo bell for Thomas. Yes. Yeah, that'd be good. I'm not provisionally booking yeah. that, though. I don't want to jinx anything. We'll talk that. <laughs> we'll talk about that afterwards. Is um, People were asking, actually. I just found out he's neutropenic. So they've halted all of his treatment again. It's like, no, we're so close to the end, and now we're back to that. So, yes, we will beat it. We've beat it before. We will beat it again. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, thank you, Hattie. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you, Demi. Thank you, everybody, for coming on in here and talking with us tonight. Thank you, Elena. Thank you, everybody. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to forget, you know, somebody that I'm, I'm terrible at that. But anyway, we'd like to thank you guys for being here every week. And uh, I don't know. What else? You got anything, Gemma? We good? Wrap um, it up? I think so. Just if you haven't already, do join the Discord. Yes, indeed. In the comments a few times thank you so much for the amazing work you're doing Hattie like couldn't do it without you indeed and uh in the discord we'll be we'll we will put these slides uh from tonight's episode and the numbers for uh anybody that might need help with eating disorders or what have you um everything is right there real quick with the discord If you don't see it, if you type exclamation helpline, it comes up with an entire list with the automated bot. You just put exclamation helplines and it'll just come up right under your comment. So we want to, do we want to go raid, uh, what's her name? Um, what's her name? What's her name? Oh my God. Sarah. <laughs> do we want to go raid Sarah? You can be off. I had a brain fart there. 
Oh, I have many of those, don't worry. Um, yeah, let's go rate Sarah. Why not? All right, guys. Thanks for joining us tonight. It's been a lot of fun, a good time. And uh, we're, we're going to continue with this body dysmorphia, well, body image mm -hmm. as a whole. Um, and we'll we'll talk to you next week. Next week, we will be on Friday. Yeah. More to come in the Discord. We'll let you know. Yep. Thank you, guys. Bye now.